Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation podcast with me, Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach. Jumpstart transformation to time to transform, to boss brand, to moneymaker, to inspiring with influence and more. So let's create. And I lost over 55 pounds four years ago with the help of Herbalife Nutrition, Meal Bags, Team Edge, NASA, a certified public accountant. I've served in over eight industries, generating others over seven to nine figure results consistently while having my own money in chaos to create a life and a business I love. It's about the passion, the purpose, the people, and the profits to create a life and a business you love. Tune in to the stories and the journey as we create It's a Fit Life Creation. Creations podcast. We're here today with Nicole. Super, super excited to have her here. And how Nicole and I first connected, for those of you that don't don't know and you haven't followed along anything on social media, we actually met at the Bridge Community event and a mini accelerator where they were doing features of their uh, pilots and accelerators from the year before. By chance, not by chance, because I like to say nothing's by accident, I was throwing away some water. <laughs> And I saw Nicole, and in typical Katrina fashion, said, you look familiar. I don't know where I've seen you. I think it was at a tech event. She thought it was at a brewery. I I agreed. Even though I don't drink, you guys, I do not discriminate. I used to drink, so I was still going. It was a networking event. And... um, And um, from there, we started chatting. I learned how Nicole had graduated with a degree in kinesiology, super passionate about uh, wellness, about fitness. Also learned through that that she is a recruiter and works with TRC staffing. She just graduated two years ago, you guys, and she's one of the most brightest driven people I've ever come across. (laughs) So definitely dived into some childhood questions with her because I was super curious. <laughs> and she's also deeply passionate and gives back exponentially to the community. She's involved with She's a 10, which is focused on empowerment with girls ranging 11 to 17, mainly in the Atlanta market. And so welcome, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you. So where, where, like, what else would you love to share with our listeners about your story? Yeah. So um, as Katrina mentioned, um, I'm very heavily involved in the tech community, um, being my role. I'm kind of recruiter, account manager, really, with TRC. Um, so I focus a lot on businesses in Atlanta. Um, so I would say that some little tidbits about me that you didn't touch on is 
Um, my kind of passion for giving back, it definitely comes from my family. I was raised um, by two hardworking parents. Um, you know, both my parents work full time. I'm the child of four, and both my siblings would say I'm spoiled. But are you the youngest? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was reading between the lines there. Yeah. So um, I would definitely say that that passion and drive comes from from the, my upbringing, from my parents, um, and having that experience and kind of someone that I a resource, two resources that I could go to. Um, but also, my passion for the community kind of comes when I when I got into the workforce. I was. I was kind of naive. I was that naive person that I thought, you know, women were just as equal. They were making equal pay. Um, you know, they could do anything men could do. Um, and that's how I was raised. Um, so it was kind of a shell shock for me when I got in and I realized that there aren't a lot of women in technology. Um, and that's something that I definitely want to push to change. Um, not only in just the technology field, but just empowering uh, young girls as well. So that's where She's the 10 kind of comes in and is, is deep in my heart because um, it empowers young women to, to be themselves and stand up for their really values and voice their opinion. Um, and I think that's something that um, all women should be have, have the tool toolkit to, to do. I love that. Um, and I can definitely relate to that in that even with some experiences recent, recently that, you know, because of ways that you were either brought up or things that you believe that things should be easier or mm -hmm. that we should be equal, whether it's gender, whether it's race, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then years ago, I would find myself wanting to bulldoze or like try to force people to believe like what I believed. And now I realize it's like, you know what, if they want to come and play around or play along in the sound sandbox or in the playground, they'll come. Mm -hmm. Let me keep being the example and let me keep going because otherwise it's like you miss out on the community that is waiting for you. Exactly. And I think, honestly, to, to touch on that, it, it starts with the younger generation, you know. Um, it, it's going to be too hard to change people that are set in their status quo, but you can change the, the younger generation to have a different mindset, um, have to, you know, focus on STEM in school um, and areas that our community lacks in these, in these jobs and, and the skill sets. Well, and you touched on this, too. You know, some people, I think it goes back to, like, the flexible versus the static mindset. Mm -hmm. Some people want to change and thrive on growth and tr thrive on transformation. But some people are like, and, and, you know, and a lot of it goes back to fear. Yep. It's like, nope, this is what I know. This is what I like understand. It's fear of the unknown. It's fear of failure. It's fear of success. It's all those things. And it, it's like that analogy. I always refer to it like the poopy baby in the poopy diaper. It's like, okay, I know this poop. <laughs> and I don't want to move out of this poop. Um, so I love that. I love that you brought up the mindset. So what else do you love, Nicole? Um, as you kind of mentioned, I did end up graduating with um, exercise science, um, focused in nutrition as well. Um, and so with that kind of came my passion of health and the healthy lifestyle. Um, I grew up playing sports. That might be why I ended up in sales in the competitive world. <laughs> and then your siblings, are they all, because I think we've talked somewhat, but not in detail, boys, girls? Two older sisters that are twins. Uh, today's actually their birthday. So, oh, ooh, happy birthday, Lauren Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then an, an, an older brother okay. who's about to be 30. Okay. And I'm 25, so... It's kind of a variety of ages. And then you got to see a lot of different experiences played out before your eyes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Versus I'm the oldest, so I'm the one that was the guinea pig. Yeah. And then my brother learned a lot from my learnings. Yep. So you got caught for everything. <laughs> Actually, he covered for me a lot, which was awesome. And then one time that he got caught, 
and he was like an angel. He uh, snuck out of school and was having a pizza party with his friend in the middle of the day. Yeah. I told on him because I was like, no, you're not messing with your education. I'm telling mom. <laughs> and he's like, I always cover for you. Oh, that's funny. So it's funny that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, so... Like as you like, so as you graduated, as you started creating community in Atlanta, like so, talk about some of that. Like, what are some of the? Obviously, she's a ten. Mm-hmm. What are some of the organizations and/or the energy that attracts you? Yeah, um, so she's a ten. It's definitely being uh, on the board of that nonprofit is a big takes a big part of my time and my extracurricular activities. Um, along with the gym, I do my workouts in the morning at 6 a.m. Um, but I think I, I I am known as kind of a co- collaboration leader. Um, I like to connect people. Um, I'm a firm believer that, you know, business is, is done on good, a good handshake and good faith. Um, and I think it all comes back around. So I think Alana does a great job of that from what I can tell of collaborating and networking and introducing people that could be a resource in, in any type of way. Um, whether it's something in, in the staffing world where I'd be an assistant or somebody who, wants, you know, a, an executive trip that Katrina could, could assist on. So thank you for speaking that into existence. Yeah. <laughs> so, so things like that, I think that that's where Atlanta is different from a lot of cities, um, especially in the te- tech community. Everyone knows everyone in the tech community and um, is somehow connected. Um, and I think that's awesome. I love it. I want to talk on a couple points. Um, I just started getting more and more exposed in the tech environment. So thank you also to mm-hmm. the introductions with women in tech through my body. Yep. Alicia is amazing. Um, so Alicia, Tracy, Tone, mm-hmm. which you'll end up meeting tonight. Yeah. Um, so I mean, sing again. Oh, better. oh that's <laughs> right. Because you spoke the month before yep. I went there. Okay. Which I didn't even know. Yeah. And side note, I love the first thing I said when I went to go speak there, that I love their energy. Like, they were totally free, totally themselves. Like, you could tell it was a safe yeah. space. They're a California-based company, by the way, so you can definitely feel that in their yes. Atlanta office. <laughs> yes. And then, so I love that you talked about that. I recently also almost went to my first tag meeting last week, but I confused what North Metro meant, and I thought <laughs> it was their downtown metro. Oh, no. So I showed up there at 7.30 a.m. Oh, no. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. It's fine. I'll go next time. Um, so I love that you talked about that because I've definitely seen that. Atlanta Tech Village is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So many different events, so many different things. And then I'm super duper impressed that you go to the gym at 6 a.m. <laughs> most mornings, most mornings. <laughs> because I can definitely I can relate to the motivation. But what I find like for myself, at least now, and this may change, that even like through the journey of losing over you know 55 pounds four years ago, several different things you know with different tools with Herbalife, with meal bags, different things. But like the gym, I found myself like wanting to do my morning routine, like my gratitude, my journals, then getting some work done. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it is like contribution or anxiety and taking time off and then going to the gym. So I think it's great though that you go because then you're like super focused and super on fire and then you've already taken care of your body. Yep. And I, I mean, I will touch on that. That's pretty much my me time. I'm, I'm one of, the, I'm that girl in the gym that has her headphones on, head down. Do not talk to me because it's, it's my alone time. And you know, being in a sales role where I'm constantly communicating with other people, clients, candidates, events all over the place. Um, I, it's good to have that personal me time, um, and that's really where I refocus my day. Um, 
I wish I was a journal person and could write, but I am not. Um, I wasn't. Yeah. So I'm I'm a podcast and a, and a gym goer. <laughs> well, there you go. That's still that's still like your focus or your tuning in. Yep. Time, so to speak. Gotta, you got to find what what makes you happy and what what helps center you. What are some of your favorite current podcasts that you're listening to, just for the listeners too? Um, actually, don't have one right now. Okay. Yeah. Just curious if you had one that was top of mind. No, nope. uh, it, it has been a minute since I've done a podcast too. I should have done it on the drive over here. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's one of those where I'll tune in also on different things, whether it's if I feel like there's an episode or a topic or something that I want from someone, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's music or sometimes it's just whatever. Yep. Um, like I'm doing audibles. I'm doing several audibles right now. Like one is three feet from gold uh-huh. that I'm tuning in like repeatedly. Um, that, cause I think I would imagine also with you being in sales, which really is relationship building, mm-hmm. it's a lot of patience and a lot of persistence. Yep. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's, it's the networking. It's the building your, your, your personal brand, your professional brand and your network and the time and the patience. Mm-hmm. So tell us with that, Nicole, also, um, what is inspire with influence or inspire to influence to you? So like thinking about all those things that we talked about, you know, connecting, creating, cultivating, mm-hmm. uh, community, she's a 10, other passions and purpose that you have on where you want Nicole to go. Yeah. Um, I think the influence side would be, as I kind of mentioned, touch is, is impacting the younger generation all around. Um, and being a resource in Atlanta and being a resource to your community, um, you know, you Everyone has something that they're known for. Um, I can go go to that person for something. Um, so I think being that influencer, I want to be that person that somebody can go to if they need networking advice, if they need introduction help, um, if they have questions about anything. Because I might not have the answer, but somebody I know definitely has the answer. Um, so I'm, I want to be that person, that, the go-to person that someone can reach out to um, and really impact and, and, and find an answer for individuals. Wow, a couple of things on that that you said. I just thought of, and I'm sure you've heard this with your background, when Ford was brought to court for different things like years ago, Mm -hmm. they started asking him, do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? And he finally was like, no, but I can pick up the phone and I can press any one of 10 or 12 buttons and I'll have someone Mm -hmm. that can tell me. Yep. (laughs) So it reminded me of that. I love that you talked about the younger generation and the... And you mentioned it earlier, the, it's easier when we, and it's true, when you reach either a flexible mindset and or the younger generation that is still in an environment, whether it's in elementary, middle school, high school, or college, mm-hmm. and or in that mindset, because it's not age specific, but typically it tends to be school focused, yep. that they're coachable. Mm-hmm. That they're um, impressionable, that they're willing to learn and willing to shift their mindset into different ways mm-hmm. and to give back because the more we focus on, you know, positivity, the more we focus on community, mm-hmm. problem solving in unity, the easier it becomes mm-hmm. instead of doing this. Um, and, and, and I would, and, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Off. And I would say even younger generation, but I think it's giving back your time in areas that you, you're an expert in. So I, that, and that was something that I learned. I learned that you can be a leader or you can be an influencer and be 20 years younger than somebody. Um, but because you have an area of focus that they don't have an expertise in, you can still be that person. Like I gave a, um, uh, I was on a panel for PMP, which is a project management um, organization um, about hiring the agile way. And it was 
project managers that definitely had a lot more years of experience than, than me, but they didn't have experience in the hiring. They didn't have experience on what the candidate or what the client wants. Um, so I was able to offer that expertise to them, and they walked away with a invaluable knowledge. Um, and, you know, that was something that I learned and was new to me in this role was I'm 25 years old, and, but I can affect somebody's career at, at 40. Mm-hmm. Or at 50 or at 60. 60. And it goes back to also it's A, being, you know, a woman, B, mm-hmm. being younger and oftentimes kind of seeing where it, there's that back to mindset. Mm-hmm. Some people avidly accept, oh, she's great. She can yeah. help me. And I see it, I see the drive, I see the ambition, I see the focus and the follow-up. And then some people, I'd imagine, it's overcoming obstacles or questions mm-hmm. um, to where maybe they're the right fit or maybe they're not. Yep. Yep. And that's that's definitely, I've you know, I'm sure I've been looked at and been, that's just another blonde in the room. Um, and then if I, I get up there and I wow them with my confidence and, and my knowledge. So you, you, you can't change what people think, but you can always be smarter than them. <laughs> I love that you said that because it goes back to, like you guys were hitting on, understand there's always stereotypes. Like no matter who you are or like what you represent, depending on the uh, depending on a person in the room, some one person may have a great perspective immediately of you and think mm-hmm. you're amazing, you're confident, oh my God, I love being around you, et cetera. But that also gives you insight in that that other person. Like that's what I felt is with you is they're confident in themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no threat. There's no – you're you, and you have your own set of gifts, talents, abilities, passion, and purpose, and then I'm me, and this person's me. There's no competition. But then other times, there'll be people that discount your value, Mm -hmm. and that usually is simply a reflection that they discount their own value. Value, Um, They will judge or not trust. That usually means either they don't – they judge and or don't trust themselves. Or they had lots of other experiences from people, and they're now projecting onto you. Yep, exactly. And my and honestly, working with TRC staffing has it has given me the skill sets to do that. You know, I um, everyone says you know a boss can make or break, and and my bosses are amazing. They are the ones that encourage me to go out and do things like this, be involved in the community, mm-hmm. um, build my personal brand just as much as my professional brand. And you can't do that with without having a company and your work environment behind you. Um, so that's something where being a privately held 40-year-old company, um, there's a lot of morals that aligned well with me, um, which I was just telling Katrina I did not make that, that decision the first time right out of college. So um, it, it, it's important to have the right background behind you because you spend, you know, eight, ten hours a day at work every day. So let's talk about some of that because that was like a prequel conversation you guys we were having right before. So... Let's talk about marketing and being marketed to, and like, where was Nicole two years ago coming out of college? <laughs> yeah, so Nicole coming out of college, so uh, I made it out of Georgia Southern. A lot of people say that you, that you don't make it out of there, <laughs> but I did. Um, and as, as I mentioned, graduated with exercise science and nutrition. Um, I originally, when I went to school um, and I picked that major, I like I said, I was in sports, but I wanted to be a PA. Um, so that was my original goal, and then around physician's assistant. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and then going into um, going into my junior year into sophomore year, I kind of decided that I didn't I, that wasn't my passion. I you know I tore my ACL back in in high school, and I was that's where I fell into the medical medical world in the first place. But I kind of discovered that that wasn't really my my passion of what I wanted to do. I was working two jobs at the time in college, a uh, leader in my sorority. 
um, going to class, <laughs> all of that. So I, I was ready to hit the ground running. Um, and my jobs kind of aligned me well with sales. Um, I was a bartender and then a supervisor at our gym, which was all customer-facing roles. Um, and it kind of got to the area where you have to learn to take rejection, you have to take challenges, and um, and that's, you know, but also that drive for for money, um, which every salesperson has. <laughs> well, any, I mean, and money, I look at it, you know, and I talk about this a lot as, um, like with our programs, also being a CPA, it's that money can make people funny. Mm -hmm. In that, depending on what things we saw, like in childhood, but then also it's, it's do you see that there's limitless possibilities mm -hmm. because money's energy, mm -hmm. or do you see that there's lack and have you always seen that there's lack? And or do you recognize that money can give options, can give freedom, can give a financial wall around your family? And when you hear people talk about money, you can get a lot of insight. Yep. But then also, are you making, and when I say this to you or to the listeners, these are the questions I had to start asking myself, you know, seven years ago. It's like, but is money your only goal? So I'll say I, I learned that um, when I first graduated, um, I fell for a sales role um, where they pitched me on, you know, I'm going to make six figures in my first year. It's a fun half days on Fridays, keg in the break room type pitch. That's literally what I call it, the keg in the break room pitch. That's so funny. We never had that pitch when I was in college, so that like made me laugh when you said that. Because, um, you know, all these tech companies and sales companies are having to get innovative on how they're going to attract, attract talent, mm -hmm. young talent. So I, being young and naive and not as much you know, practical experience in the work and the real work pay, place, I, I, I took a job without asking the right questions. I didn't ask the culture, the environment, the day-to-day, -day, the team, um, you know, past performers, what, what skills did the, the top performers have? Did I have those? Um, I didn't ask the right questions to see if I was going to really fit in that environment. Um, and I didn't. And, you know, company, great guys, that's fine. I still love the industry um, itself. Um, but I decided that I didn't align well with, with um, the leaders and the goals, and that's totally fine. Um, so then that's where I kind of fell into TRC and, and the staffing world because I kind of told myself, like, man, I wish I had had somebody to talk through that Mentor. career approach. You know, that was a big decision. Um, I was like, you know, because your parents are telling you, you know, that's good money right out of college. You know, that's great. Take that, you know. Um, significant others are often telling you, well, yeah, that's, that's good money or that's close to home or whatever their excuse. There's always the external, a, the external yeah, component. There's some biased. Um, so I was like, as a recruiter and especially being on the agency side, I'm able to talk that candidate through for the position and not be biased. I can represent them to multiple clients and I can tell them the good, the bad, and the ugly about each one. Cause there, it always is the good, the bad, and the ugly with any job you're going to take. So like with that, that's awesome feedback. So how long? Like, from the point that you took the keg and the break room uh, pitch. You're going to start using that now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to totally start using that. People always think I'm a millennial anyway. That's true. I did. So, you did, too. So, like, from the point that you had the interview and took the job, how long did it take you before you felt that it wasn't, like, it's not going to work? So, I was there, I believe, for about seven months. Okay. But I think after about month three, I kind of could see that I wasn't going to be successful. Um, and even in that time, that's a lot of your training, right? And I could just see that it, I wasn't cut out for that, that job. And it did, it taught me a lot. It was door-to-door -door sales. Mm. Um, so it literally gave me a, gave me a thick skin, that wow. is for sure. Um, but it wasn't efficient and I wasn't how my brain works. Operates. 
Um, it or was, how you wanted it to. Yeah. So mine is I connect better with going to events and things like that. I didn't have those opportunities with that company. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's where I, you know, it's kind of the, what, what is your saying? The not by accident. Oh yeah. Nothing's by accident. accident. Because um, it shows you an experience of what you don't want. Yeah. So and, and it, I ended up at TRC and I've never been happier. That's awesome. Um, and actually you guys, Eve, earlier today, it's funny that she said like not by accident. Nicole also connected me with Trish who is an executive leader in um, She's a 10 as well. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. And she also has a background in corporate, and she transitioned to the not-profit world. Then Nicole transitioning, you know, into different cultures and communities mm-hmm. and realizing, like, what fits, what doesn't. And then... And then also with an aspect of thinking about like even in my experiences where, you know, people said basically the marketing, the marketing too, right? Where I was sold on was, we'll set this goal of corporate, corporate exec, six figures by age 30. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's freedom. Like yeah. you made it. You're so happy. Well, the reality of it was, you know, got you guys, I was there. Like we've talked about by the age of 30. And it's like I looked around like, okay, but I'm missing XYZ parts of Katrina. I get to travel you know, once a year, I get to do this, I get to do that, but there's limitations on my freedom. Mm-hmm. There's limitations on the ways I serve. There's limitations on passion and purpose. And being an entrepreneur or being in sales or being in a highly results-driven role is not for everyone mm-hmm. because there is a lot of chances to deal with rejection. Yeah, expectations. Expectations. A lot of fails. You hear no way more than yes. Yes, and then patience. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And cultivating a relationship and like waiting to see how this leads to this, to this and being open and not shutting the door, but also realizing that sometimes it does mean walking away, whether it's a direct employer or whether it's a potential client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had to do that yeah. too. Um, there's been clients where, you know, some people on my team, they would love to work with, you know, Matthew, uh, another executive on our t- or another account manager on our team would love, would mesh well with Matthew. doesn't mean he's going to, that client's necessarily going to mesh well with me. It doesn't mean I'm going to be able to know their best insides and outs like Matthew could. So Mm -hmm. it really is finding the client that you see yourself being compatible. Um, And and that's how salespeople are successful. It's not by just saying yes, yes, yes. You have to, you have to be able to have the the opportunity to say no to. Mm -hmm. To say no and then to also ask for the right, so we're talking about influence to inspire, the right influencer in the room. Yeah. Like I literally, you guys, we're working on right now on, you know, something with higher education. And we've gone through a series of meetings, but I'm also big, and I'm sure you are too, on reflection. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like where is XYZ going great? Where is ABC not going great? Or where am I learning? Because I don't like to say, I like to say, when are we learn? And then what are the missing points? And I realize where oftentimes it's getting people more immersed in like what you're doing so they understand it and they believe in it and or it's asking for the right influencer or the decision maker in the room. Exactly. Because what comes up back to what we're talking about with like money, sales, a lot of different things. If you have someone in the room that doesn't necessarily recognize the value and doesn't recognize the long-term roadmap doesn't recognize the return on investment mm-hmm. and even though you've presented it and it's you you've shown case studies you've shown it clearly but those people in the room don't get it well you're not your audience isn't the right audience exactly or the community or the company isn't the right fit 
Exactly. I mean, it, it is. It's you have to play, and it's it goes back to what we said: networking and, and community, and and honestly, really figuring out where you fit in. And I think Elena does a great job, mm-hmm. a great job at representing um, organizations here. Yeah, and connections. And then sometimes it's the time, and I'm sure you've seen okay. that. Like sometimes X Y Z doesn't work at this time. Yeah. But then this, this, and this lever changes, and all of a sudden it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, now I see why we needed to wait. Exactly. And that happens all the time <laughs> in the sales world. But it's the key thing, you guys, I think, is whatever it is, whether you're looking for a job, whether you're, um, you know, in sales like Nicole, whether you're an influencer, you know, approaching brands, whether you're, you know, trying to f- build your own brand, whether you're an entrepreneur, it's that patience and that persistence and not shutting down that is not going to happen. And you keep believing that mm-hmm. like the results are on the way. Like one of the reasons why I keep listening from a number of angles, uh, three feet from gold, because there's a lot of things, just like I'm sure it's your end. You've got a lot of things in the pipeline, so yep. to speak. Same here. Like there's so many leaps of faith, Yep. but you're projecting into my guesses, knowing you into like 2019, 2020, 2021. Exactly. Uh, you never know where a relationship's going to benefit you. It could be three w- months from now or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's just where you have to, that's where that servant attitude has to be invested in your mind, and not everyone's like that. Um, but if, if you have it, I mean, it just just keep grinding. That's all I will say. Just yeah. keep, keep going. Well, and also to hit on that point, you guys, I get asked a question a lot, like, Katrina, why did you decide to start a podcast? And number one, I love connecting and creating community. Yeah. Um, two, people love to be heard. People love exposure. People love to have press. And then it's t- very typical, you guys, you don't necessarily get a direct benefit directly from every connection you make, whether it's on social media, whether it's a podcast or press or a connection. It may come back around or it may immediately happen like it kind of did with us, like mm-hmm. with different connections. But... It may not, but it's still recognizing you're putting that energy out there Mm -hmm. to be a servant leader and to connect and to provide value because this episode will provide value for someone that's maybe about to graduate, Mm -hmm. that's thinking about staffing, that's thinking about this, that's thinking about being an an entrepreneur. If you are thinking about it, we're hiring. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking about it, we're always looking for ambassadors and influencers. (laughs) Um, Shameless plug. Yes. Since it was leading right there. I mean, come on. Um, So what about um, as you see like business? So as we think about inspiring with influence, you know, creating community, connecting, how have you seen that translate to personal and or business direct success? Yeah. Um, So I always, my favorite example is one of my first clients. Um, A, I met him at uh, the Metro Atlanta Chamber. Um, But B, he was busy. He didn't have time to meet. And I said, what do you do? What do you do in the mornings? He's like, I do spin class. I said, what time? 5.30. So I show <gasps> up at 5.30 to his spin class. Did you tell him you were coming? Yeah. I said, all right, <laughs> I'll be there. And he said, yeah, yeah, all right, Nicole. Sure. Okay. And I, he told me that was the, what, the only time he had. Um, and I said, you know, I, I really want to work with you guys. The company is Edge Solutions. They're in Alpharetta. Um, <laughs> give him a little shameless plug, too. Um, but and I said, all right. And so I, sh- I showed up there at 530 in the morning at spin class. And I do not do spin class. But I did it. And, you know, we ended up working together. And, and now he's actually one of my um, mentors. I love that. Oh, my God. You guys, so, so many things with that. Because what I always – it's almost like the – I always say that the, the, the stronger the resistance – 
That means there's that much more on the other side of that mountain. Mm -hmm. One. Two, the things you don't want to do are typically the exact things that will, like, get you to leap on the other side. So, like, you don't want to wake up early. Well, if you start waking up early, you'll have more momentum, more relationships, more business, happier. Yeah. You didn't want to go to spin class. (laughs) But you went. Up in Alpharetta. <laughs> so it was from here. Yeah. Like, basically. Buckhead, Buckhead. Yeah. But you still went and you took, basically, you took the time to cultivate that relationship and the sacrifice. Yep. And, and again, so I got business, ended up doing business together, but he also became one of my mentors. So both ends, personal yeah. and business. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And also way, not only you, but also for him to be open to say, well, I have spin class if you yeah. want to come. Yeah. And that he wasn't like, no, 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 this is close. Yeah. No, he, 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 he invited me, and I said, all right. I don't think he believed me that I would show up. But, but he invited you. Yes. Well, I think it also goes back to flexibility, and we talked about that also in our conversation with Trish, mm-hmm. where it's like you can have a vision and a path, but how that's going to come about, like I didn't know I was going to meet Nicole mm-hmm. a year ago. It's like, well, this is where I'm headed. This is like the GPS in the phone, but I don't know or you don't know the people, the community members, the clients, the relationships that are going to form along that way. And yeah. like you talked about, the ability to influence is, is huge because it's not simply – it's in all your circles of influence that people are always paying attention to how you show up, what you're doing, where you're involved, where you're impacting, where you're contributing. Agreed. And I think people don't always recognize or realize that. Um, okay, what about, like, as you think about inspiring with influence, anything else with community or any vibes or energy or just anything else that kind of comes across when you think about, like, the communities you like to get involved in, when you think about people that you're attracted to, people that um, – candidates that impress you, just anything? Um, I, I think with that is when, when I'm kind of picking where I want to get involved and things like that, I, I made the mistake too. you know, you're always constantly learning of biting off more than I can chew, essentially trying to, trying to get involved if somebody reached out and, you know, and I had to be involved. It was yes, yes, yes. Um, just because that, that's my mindset and I want to, but then I, I could see myself growing, growing thin and stretching myself too far and then only giving 50, 50 in, in certain areas. Um, and you don't want that. So I would say my advice, um, just to kind of close it out, is is pick what you're passionate about. Pick where you're going to want to invest your time because people can tell that you want to invest your time with them. Um, and you know, and don't don't be scared to say no. Um, sometimes sometimes you're going to have to say no, and um, you know, in the beginning you're you're going to try and do do a lot, but realize where your true passion lies and where people see the value that you add. Mm-hmm. And on that note, too, super grateful that you were open to connecting after meeting at the Bridge Community event. Yep. <laughs> super grateful for the Women in Tech um, Mind Body introduction. Super grateful for the She's a Ted introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, we, I did introduce her to some Women in Tech and a couple <laughs> others, so don't think this is one side of that. Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, I'm edifying Nicole. Um, and super grateful that we're in talks right now on how Nicole is going to be involved with um, the Atlanta Creation Weekend as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you, because I definitely recognized that with you early on, that you, because it's like, when you're a certain way, you recognize certain things about people. Yeah. And I could tell right away, I was like, okay, she's not someone that wastes her time. But if she wants to be involved with something, she's going to tell me. Like, you mm-hmm. know your own mind. Yeah. Um, so super grateful for that. And just the community and the opportunities and the connections and everything. So thank you. Well, I appreciate you setting this up. I, you're right. People do like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That was fun. <laughs> awesome. And then also the podcast. So that's yes. also value. So Nicole can be like, hey, go listen to my story. Go here. Because that's also why I do it with people. Because um, it provides an outlet for them that they don't have to repeat the same things on conversations, on DMs, on whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything else you want to share about yourself, where they can follow you, about She's a 10, about TRC, about anything? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, that's usually the best way to reach out to me. Um, if you don't have my email, Nicole Playstead. Um, uh, also, you can add me on Facebook if that, that's your route as well. Those are usually my best forms of contact. Um, and then if you are interested in kind of getting involved or, you know, just want to have a cup of coffee, um, let me know. And then um, I know you wanted to mention something about um, an event, I think, with She's Attend. Oh, yes. So if you are looking to kind of get involved in a nonprofit organization and not really sure where to start, um, She's Attend is having a holiday party on the 11th at New Realm. Um, again, if you're not a beer drinker, that's okay. You can still come. Um, so every $10 that we raise for that, it puts one girl through through the workshop um, of added, helping them voice their opinion and add uh, value. So shoot me a note, and I can get you details on that, too. Oh, I will go. I was just looking at my calendar, you guys. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, what's happening then? Thank you so, so much, Nicole, for being here. It's such a pleasure always connecting with you. And um, anything else you want to add? That's it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in with me on It's a Fit Life Creation Podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to our fitlifecreation.com website, Follow us on all our social channels and explore our freebies library. You'll find freebies on health, freebies on wealth, freebies on biz, and all in one. Explore at our experiences, events, influencers. We help the community and influencers get healthy, make money, and build brands. to create a life and a business you love.